This episode is sponsored by Bombas, the sock company with the mission to be better. Because when you buy a pair, they give a pair to someone in need. Listen later for a code that will get you 20% off your first purchase. A young woman people can't stop talking about. Go Taylor. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Yes, Taylor Swift. 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 Ish. What just happened? Um, welcome back to Swiftish episode 29. I'm Ashley. And I'm Shelby. And Shelby, thank you so much for putting up with my schedule. <laughs> I am uh, recording right now in a hotel room in Portland, Oregon for a work conference that I am in. So fancy. Um, so, I know, so fancy. But I told her last minute about it because I forgot about my work conference. <laughs> um but, you know, that's the the joy of being remote. Yeah. Right? Like we're able to if I'm in a, if I'm in like two different time zones away from you, yeah. it's okay. Yeah, we it's, can still it's talk very about early Taylor. for you. So, thank you for yeah, making like, the time. Well, my conference starts well right now there's break I'm I'm skipping breakfast for you guys, which oh is totally gosh. fine. Um, but like the first session doesn't start to like 10 o'clock okay, so it's okay. 8 a.m here yeah it's fine <laughs> well you're Sacrifices. better than i am yeah <laughs> <laughs> but we're excited to get to do this episode we've been asking our listeners to send us questions for like a while now i think we did a big push last year and mm-hmm. so this has been on our back burner so we're excited to finally do like a q a with everyone but there is some taylor yeah. news before we get started Oh, I'm I'm excited that there's Taylor's news. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. You know, we've been waiting for the man music video. Yeah, and yeah. There's been she decided to. Well, she released her. She announced that she'd be releasing the live acoustic version from the Paris um, Lover concert, and yeah. so she released that as like a single, as long with the video of it, which was sort of an interesting choice because. We've all heard the acoustic version of The Man because she did it on the Tiny Desk series with NPR. Yeah. So, I mean, yes, right. now we have a high quality like digital version you can download and have on your phone or whatever. But it's, I don't, I mean, I know there's a strategy here that I'm not getting. Someone tried to explain it where it's like, you have to do this slow burn for a single to like start to build. I don't know. <laughs> That's so, and like, there's also so, and I totally understand that slow burn for a single to build, and like some people think, and like the long game, the end game for this is she's going to release the music video right. on International Women's Day, which is on March eighth. Yes, and so what um, I what I can see, if that's accurate, if that's true, you know, us Swifties are known for getting dates <laughs> wrong and you know Easter eggs here and there, but that's true. Maybe they're like. How do we keep the man relevant? Yeah. Like, yes, our fans love it, but how do we keep the general public? Like, how do they keep it in their minds and the, yeah. you know just keep it going? And I think that maybe doing this was so yeah. when we got it, it was good to hear it live. You know, with with the energy from the crowd. Mm-hmm. I'm sure people who went to that they were like, "I was there." Yeah, I was there. <laughs> I was not there. I know, unfortunately. <laughs> but now we got to live vicariously, and um, I know. I was watching the Democratic um, presidential debate and someone on Mm -hmm. Twitter, some random, you know, verified Twitter personality was talking about Elizabeth Warren and used lyrics from the man. So she has a reach. Yeah. (laughs) Taylor's entering the uh, conversation. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, for Taylor... 2024. Yeah. I think no, 2028. She can run. Yeah. I think she'll be old enough oh, in 2028. Okay. Oh, well, maybe, maybe that. Great. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's been otherwise a pretty quiet week. I think it's been fun to see some celebrities talking about Miss Americana still. Like I know Dax Shepard recently mentioned it on his oh. podcast. Um, I love his podcast. Yeah. Like, <laughs> The fact that he loves Taylor is like I know. Me love him even more. Well, I think it's a new a newfound love because I remember May Whitman, who he worked with on the show Parenthood, is a huge Taylor Swift stan. And okay. a couple of years ago, she was on Armchair Expert, which is Dax Shepard's show, and she was talking about her love for Taylor. And he was like, "I just don't get it. I don't get it." But so he recently watched Miss hmm. Americana, and he said 
that now they're obsessed with it. her and she's like she's phenomenal on so many levels and we're just wowed by her nonstop. and i was like oh yes this is why she did this like <laughs> okay so i listen to armchair expert but i just recently found my love of it like maybe three or four months ago uh-huh. and i haven't binged every single episode yeah it's like here and there here and there so i'm glad that i did not listen to that episode where he was like <laughs> i just don't get it because i would have been like i don't get you yeah so <laughs> You canceled in my mind. So, but you know, we all know that um, just like John Mayer, mm. people grow. Yes. And yes. people, you know, he, Dax has my forgiveness. So, <laughs> yes. Yeah. We can all grow and change and, and become more. Uh, well, okay. So, well, we got some hate. Some, well, no, not no Swifty hate, <laughs> but <laughs> we posted a photo of Taylor and John. And just like basically like, hey, we have a new episode out. Like, listen to it. You know, dear John. Yeah. And like three or four women who don't follow us probably <laughs> found it because we tagged John Mayer and hashtag like John Mayer and whatever else yeah. I did. And they're like, oh, my gosh, grow up. Um, they were being really immature and telling us that John Mayer grew up. So F you, F all your kids. And it was just like. <laughs> I was just laughing at it. Yeah. I'm like, okay. We like, know what it is like to care that. passionately about an artist who doesn't care about us in return. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm on the other side where, like, I don't go and spew yeah. hate to people who yeah. post bad things about Taylor. But we know Swifties who spew hate. Yeah. Who post you know, to those people. So I get it. Yeah. And I just – all I did was commented, like, lo- like a little emoji like of, like, you know, blowing a kiss. Yeah. <laughs> just love so it was just it's just funny um but so Dax you know retribution for him exactly yes and um (laughs) the other one I saw was Kristen Chenoweth um who tweeted Mm -hmm. at Taylor um directly and said thank you for the documentary I think we have a lot in common you inspired women of all ages so oh I like that I I love Kristen Chenoweth too yeah it's like this little ball (laughs) of energy like oh my gosh it's great to see like other um, people who haven't, who aren't like really in her, her right. inner circle, who they weren't, they like, they kind of dismissed her, but not badly, but mm-hmm. just they were never really had any reason to, right. to like think about it. And then they see this documentary and they're like, oh, this, this girl has grown yeah. up into a woman who's like really taking on like these powerful <laughs> messages and platforms. Yes. So we love to see it. Yeah. Um, there was some weird news with the Swift family this week because, um, Scott Swift had to fight off an intruder in his home. Okay. So his home was like $4 million, right? (laughs) And is this the one that's in Florida? Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, it wasn't like Taylor Swift related at all. It wasn't like a crazy stalker or something. It seemed like it was just like, um, crazy intruder. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, he came home and someone had come in through the emergency stairs and entered the house. It oh almost seems like, I don't know, the mom was like, he wasn't there to rob. He was looking for churches down by the water. I don't know if he's all there or something was just going on and yeah. there's some confusion there. But Scott Swift is okay and they got the guy. But he like, when you... When you would, when you first read the article, yeah. it was like Scott Swift fought off an intruder. Yeah. <laughs> He's okay. Like I was imagining, like someone was breaking in, trying right. to rob the place, and Scott was there, or, or like came upon them in the middle of the act, yeah. and like he was like, I was like, oh Scott, I'm like you're not as young as you used to. Be. I'm so <laughs> glad you fought off a thirty year old man. But now it all kind of like, yeah. it, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, but I do have to tell you that last week um speaking of not intruders but someone totally could have like broken into my house because last week I I didn't close the door all the way (gasps) I thought I closed it and locked it I know so we have the ring doorbell this is not sponsored you guys but I have the ring doorbell (laughs) and um Lance left didn't notice that the door wasn't all the way closed with Timo Uh to go to a doctor's appointment and then if you look at my ring doorbell, he told me, he's like, hey, look at 935. I looked at 935. Um, the door opened and I saw my new dog, Yoshi, best Aww. dog ever, walk out <laughs> onto the front porch. There's no gate, no gate in the front yard at all. Yeah. Walked out into the front porch, sat down, kind of looked, wandered to the side, looked over, turned around and went back inside. Aww. And then you see like 
And the door's still wide open. Yeah. Still wide open. And then five minutes later, Lance pulls up with, you know, the, the appointment's over. Lance pulls up with Timo and he saw the door open. <sighs> and he, so my, like, he got like a bat and he was oh. walking through the house being like, is there an intruder in my house? Like, he was so scared. And then I just that felt so scary. bad because, like, I, I, he's like, I didn't have my phone with me, so I couldn't check the ring app. He's like, I thought someone was in our house robbing it. Oh, no. Taking your dogs. So, yeah. yeah. Well, that's brave of him to pull the bat out. I know one time when I was younger in, like, high school, my sisters and I came home from some sort of event. And there was a ladder propped up against what? our house by our window. Oh. And we were so freaked out, but we stupidly like still went inside. Like, I don't know <laughs> like, hey. why, but we were so scared and we like were checking every room and it was all empty. And then we realized like, <gasps> we never checked the like, we have this like mud room in the back corner, like the basement side oh, no. entrance. And we were like, we never checked. And so we all like, we grabbed like random stuff and we just ran in screaming like <laughs> to check it. <laughs> and it turns out oh, my, my brother had been like, locked out and tried to enter through a window but then just went back and so he's just in his car like around the corner just waiting for someone to get <laughs> but it was scary oh, but that's that's the start of like shelby of a horror movie you know where these girls like no They're offense so make dumb. like the stupid choice yeah. like hey let's follow the murderer <laughs> in there but i'm glad that it was just your brother <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> scary yeah. oh my gosh i know would have killed him yeah we're so <laughs> dumb like i don't know what we were thinking but it all worked out and i lived to start a taylor swift podcast so <laughs> uh, and scott lives to fight another 30 yes. year old in truth yeah which is the best yeah i know way to go Um, (laughs) you know another way to go moment is and this is an unconfirmed rumor Mm. i haven't heard anything i haven't heard anything outside of someone like tweeting it was unconfirmed but supposedly taylor has pledged to cover all of kesha's legal damages that she owes uh, dr luke so like that includes her lawyer fees probably like any damages that she owes to dr luke and it comes in around a million dollars apparently i I don't know that would be great and then you look back at like a few weeks ago Mm -hmm. when kesha added all those songs to her playlist mm. it was kind of like was she just kind of think like she heard the news and of course she probably like listened to the album right. but she was like i can't say anything but i'm gonna you know make this cryptic little thing i'm gonna like listen to her all the time um, yeah i mean it would be like it would make sense because taylor did something similar when kesha was first in her mm-hmm. legal battle so but it was like two hundred thousand, right but right compared <laughs> to a million a but we know taylor has it yeah um but it, it's definitely making a statement million oh, yeah. dollars is making a huge statement yeah it's like i'm you know like what does it feel like when you know someone believes you i know hmm? like taylor's like what's that like? i believe you yeah <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But if you get in, we won't get into the whole Kesha drama Dr. Yeah. Luke thing. But if you get into it, it's a lot of like, oh, I don't know what's yeah. going on. And like, it's just, it's so heartbreaking. It's sad. It's yeah. I mean, point. I doubt we'll ever find out if she did do no. that. But it's a nice thought, a nice <laughs> unconfirmed mm-hmm. rumor to have about Taylor instead of her being like some sort of yeah. psycho vindictive s- <laughs> hater. Yeah, instead of those bad the, the stuff we usually keep yeah. for tea. Like it's yeah. the like, oh yeah. Like it's I'd rather nice have that thought. going around than yeah. anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I mean, that's all for the tasteful nation this week. And um yeah. before we get into our QA, we do get to talk a little bit about our sponsor, Bombas Socks. Oh, Bombas Socks. I'm loving them. <laughs> yes. Did you know socks are the number one most requested item in homeless shelters? And Bombas Socks was created to change that. So for every pair that you buy, Shelby, Bombas donates a pair to someone in need. Yeah, we can't get enough of that mission to help those in need. It's a way to feel good about the things you're buying. And you want to feel good in what you're buying, too. And I think um, we've been talking a lot about our New Year's resolutions, Mm -hmm. going to the gym, keeping active, getting our heart rate up. So even when working out is hard... Uh, Bombas Socks changes that to make it a little more comfortable, a little more easy. Yeah. So if your resolution is to stay active, start by getting socks that can keep up. 
every step of the way. And I'm telling you, they do it because I have been on my treadmill and Bombas has been with me every step of the way. <laughs> yeah, just that nice little hug around the foot, no stitching around the toe. So whether you're running, hiking, cycling, or just chilling around at home, you'll always be comfortable in your pair of Bombas. Oh, yeah. When you're at work, when you're just walking your dog, when you're just at home, when you're running on the treadmill, they are the perfect partner for your any activity that you do. I mean, these socks are a favorite part of my routine. I literally can't wait to come home and slip them on. <laughs> With tons of different colors, patterns, lengths, styles, thickness, cuts, you can find whatever you need on Bombas.com. You know, all you have to do is go to Bombas.com slash Swiftish and get 20% off of your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash Swiftish for 20% off. Bombas.com slash Swiftish. Yeah. Go get in a pair. I yeah, <laughs> get I cozy because we're yeah. settling in for some serious Q and A now. <laughs> yes, like the whole time when we're, when we were posting the questions on Twitter and on Instagram, but I and mean, this is the only thing that I was thinking in my head when I was posting this. It was getting to know you, getting <laughs> to know all about you, and I'm sure that people know us. We're kind of just. I mean, I think they know us. Yeah, they, we've been around for a long time. <laughs> yeah, and I just overshare. So. No. <laughs> Ask me. No, questions. I mean, they. We got some good questions. I feel like it'll mm. be. I mean, I was very interested in answering yeah. them and hearing your answers, and um, oh. we're so excited that so many people responded and were able to give mm. us some of these questions. And so, I mean, we're just gonna go through them randomly, and hopefully, we'll be able to hit them all. Um, but if you ask a question, we end up not being able to ask it. Our apologies. We'll save it for another Q&A down the road. Yeah, definitely. But let's see what we can start off at. Um, oh, this is a good starting one. Um, David Swift 96 asked, what is your favorite Taylor album and era? They can be different. Oh, no. You know, just get us started. <laughs> What's yours, shall we? Um, I was thinking about this as I was trying to prepare and mm -hmm. think about all my Taylor Swift songs. I think my favorite album is still 1989. I think it's okay. just so clean and like it's just so perfect. Like it's just mm -hmm. so elegantly done. And honestly, it's my favorite era too. I I can't help it. I think well, it was so fun to see her be so active and sharing and inviting people and having fun with all her friends at events and stuff. So, and we'll probably get into it on other questions, but there's another reason why it's your favorite era too. But <laughs> if we get to those <laughs> yeah. questions, we can get to that question. Um, so my, yeah. okay. So my favorite album is red. Um, <clears throat> it got me through so much. It was so different. And I know like critics didn't like it, but I, it was that, it was that segue into what Taylor yeah. is now. So Red definitely, you know, special part of my heart. Favorite era is Reputation. I just, mm, I just loved Reputation. You know, we it was new. Taylor was like yeah. emerging from this the spotlight that she, you That's know, that true. she once was in and we started our podcast yeah um, i traveled around the world to see her so <laughs> it's just true uh, and just I, I don't know just the energy behind it i really it always have a, a soft spot in my heart yeah ah. <laughs> and maybe i don't know maybe lover maybe That's after fair. maybe after lover closes out we'll be like oh my gosh lover was the best but i don't know <laughs> i don't know no reputation that you make a good case for that like it's mm -hmm. it's hard to think of it as like the best because taylor herself was so like mia during it you know like True. silent on all fronts mm -hmm. but it was a fun time to be a swifty it really was yeah there's a lot of excitement around then mm -hmm. okay next question is by i love I love music, books, and movies. Ooh. Should we start a petition to get Taylor Swift on the show? I mean, yes, always. <laughs> yeah. Okay, hold on. Let's what do you say? It. What do you say, um, Shelby? What's what's your word? Yes. <laughs> yes. Swiftish, of course. Um, do yeah. it. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, how many? How many? Um, people have to sign it in order for Taylor to notice it. Yeah. Maybe less than I the mean, White House. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If we can get it up to 200K, she might respond. Maybe. But 
I mean, like has 50. she done a podcast? Like, no. This should be her, her I mean, intro into podcasting. She's done, like, I don't know, radio. She's done radio, yeah. But, I mean, hello. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Tree, re- have your people moment. reach out to our people. We'll set yeah. this up. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be fun. Okay. Let's see what else we got in the hat. Oh, this is from our friend, A Real Good Bet. She oh, asks us, <laughs> are you secretly hoping for a breakup soon so we can get a good breakup album? <laughs> okay, so... Ashley, what's your thoughts? So she... So this this question is from a, from before Lover. So mm, yeah. it was probably at that moment where Leo was like, I don't know what she's going to write about next. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't think we need a breakup album. Like, she has proven yeah. that with Lover specifically that we don't need her yeah. to channel a heartbreak to come up with a really good album even on right. lover there's a breakup song that's like mm-hmm. pretty it's like one of her best breakup songs that yeah. that she has so i don't know yeah. no i don't i do not wish heartbreak on her just for the sake of her <laughs> yeah. her art because her art's still great no matter what leah yeah yeah Leah. What about you? i mean i think taylor mentioned this too in an interview or something where she's like she had heard this this concern that like oh do people think I can't write if I'm not like in pain (laughs) and so it's good that she's proven everyone wrong and that she's found success even in her love songs and her happy ending so Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah fingers crossed they don't break up because that would be sad (laughs) for everyone involved I know and how what's how sad is it the first thing you think is that some people think like oh my gosh I can't wait for the album Oh, no. I know. <laughs> that would be sad to be Taylor Swift. <laughs> oh, that'd be rough. And it's also like at this point, I feel like, you know, breaking up with someone you've been dating for like three weeks, like John Mayer or three months, like Jake Gyllenhaal is totally different mm-hmm. than someone you've been dating for three years. Like, I yeah. don't even think it's like she sings on Cornelia Street. She couldn't even walk down that sidewalk again. Like, I don't exactly. know if she could give us an album of like heartbreak, really. You like, know? I can't even sing again. Sorry, yeah <laughs> yeah so that would be that would, that would really blow up in our faces so yeah. hopefully that doesn't happen um this one is from squid clark and it's sort of not i mean it's not related to music but he okay. asked or they asked what is your zodiac sign or your myers-briggs um i don't know term your myers-briggs <laughs> personality Okay, so Meyer Briggs is like the FTE. There's so many different personality courses out there. <laughs> yeah. And I have done my Meyer Briggs in the past, but they what was so cool because like off the top of my head I'm like, I don't know. There's like all these like E F T P A. I don't know yeah. what, what it was. <laughs> um, but they included thank you, thank you, 16personalities.com. So I went in and yesterday during my yeah, I was supposed to be listening to the presenter and I just kind of clicked through <laughs> and did all the answers and I got entertainer, which is ESFP-T. And the quote that best describes me and I think Shelby and Lance will probably agree is from Marilyn Monroe, I'm selfish, impatient, and a little insecure. I make mistakes. I am out of control and at times hard to handle. But if you can't handle me at my worst, then you surely don't deserve my best. I'm wondering what my best is from this quote. But yeah, I'm definitely an entertainer. What are you? Did you take the test? That's amazing. Um, yeah, I mean, I've, I've known for, I've, my family grew up doing this. My mom was mm-hmm. really into these. Yeah. So I am an INFJ, okay. um, which is the advocate. Um, hey. and I guess, uh, I mean, this is a, it's one of the more rare personalities, which just oh. means I'm a very Hair complicated, tops. contradictory <laughs> person. Um, it's like people, um, they're it's introverted but they're idealistic sensitive mm-hmm. with high standards they like to think about deep topics and they're oh trying gosh. to they they think they know they can intuit people's needs and personalities so they insert themselves in a lot of <laughs> a lot of things um but the quote from 16 personalities that best in describes it i guess is treat people as if they were what they ought to be and you help them to become what they are capable of being so <laughs> So I'm for better or worse. And no, no. <laughs> you are just the most um, a little caring. judgmental. Yeah, <laughs> it's so funny though because there's a little bit of of all of these things that yeah. are 
like when you were you're reading about yours and I'm like yeah that 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 shall be I can totally see that and then for yeah. me my entertainer like I you know I want to be in front of people I want to um show everybody a good time you know I was yeah. just kind of like oh my goodness I was like yeah and I've I done know. a lot of these personality things before for different different um sections of you know there's so many of these and I've always gotten the yellow social one and I'm like yeah like uh-huh. I like but it's very interesting what this quote is a little insecure and my insecurities <laughs> outrank like everything I think but <laughs> I, I, I like this question this. um what's your zodiac sign um I'm the I'm the Taurus is Taurus. that is that one of them yeah 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 <laughs> yes. the zodiac thing like I do a lot of personality quizzes too and yeah. like I can always see myself in them the zodiac signs not so much I feel like it doesn't always click for me so uh-huh. well you'll be know. shocked I'm a Leo and mm-hmm. Leo's and entertainers and the whole oh. quote from uh, Marilyn Rowe, me <laughs> to a T. Yeah. 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 <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, I guess Tauruses are like known for stubbornness and like that's definitely <laughs> me. <laughs> um, so I guess there's that. And um, and I, I mean, I did see somewhere in like trying to figure out if I see myself here is that they they need to escape from reality when they're emotional and need time to fully embrace their feelings. So I'm mm. definitely like, but I think that's more my introverted side too, is I need like time away from people to like recharge sometimes. So mm-hmm. yeah, man, you're just getting to know us real deep here. <laughs> really, really deep. <laughs> yeah. okay. okay. Next question. We have um, Sharon Silva mm-hmm. um, who asks, what is your favorite food? Oh my God. Mm, pizza I Ooh, will travel the world for a good pizza I was here in Portland and they have this it's a really good pizza place a pizza shoals and you know mm. wherever I go I'm like where can I find the best pizza and then that's where I go that's or donuts or mashed potatoes yeah. anything like that yeah french fries love oh, it oh wow okay. yeah <laughs> like well, I know it's like potatoes yeah. are like my favorite because they're so please I just love I love fries I love mashed potatoes I love bo- like any way you carbs. cut potatoes carbs 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 carbs, mm. carbs um yeah carbs are carbs are good speaking <laughs> of how much you love potatoes anything potatoes, uh-huh. you need to go to Ireland because yeah <laughs> every, they have like places of just like a french fry store that's all they serve oh, yeah. french fries like with things on yes. top of it Got to I know. I'm going to Amsterdam this year, and they oh. have a whole fry oh, yeah. scene. So mm. I'm very excited. Take photos for me. I'll like drool yeah. in front of you. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Next question. Josh Swifty underscore twenty six. He asks, "Do you think Holy Ground is an important song for Taylor? Since she added it to the setlist for Formula One, it was on 1989 and Reptor as surprise songs. Do you think she'll sing it on Lover Fest?" Shelby, I mean, this, is yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is for you. Holy ground. Yeah. I'm like hoping that she always finds a reason to play it. Um, it do I think it's an important song for Tay? I think that's an interesting question because like canon canon wise, we believe it's about Jake Gyllenhaal, right? Like am I mm-hmm. am I making that up? I mean No. It was on red. It sort of features that New York romance vibe. So I don't know if it's like an important song, but she might be like proud of it. I mean, it's a very good song. And it's one of those like secretly sad songs that's like hidden by a very peppy um, pop design. The so, beat, yeah. Yeah. And she I think might a, be into it lyric. I think a lot of fans are super into it too. So she might just be, oh, she yeah. might not only like it's important to her, but she's like, oh, you know, my fans, that's a great song. It's like yes. written really well, but it's received really well too. Yes, which I think leads us into this question. Um, This is going to be a complex one. Yes, it's Becky 13. She asked us, what is your favorite song on every album Mm. and why? Mm. (laughs) Why? Why do you ask the why? It's just the beat. I I, I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Shelby. I've done some research on this. Okay. Not research. Yesterday I just wrote down because I knew like this yeah, question yeah. was going to come up. So on Fearless, it is – hold on. You want to know what? I didn't do Taylor Swift. 
<laughs> you just videos. ignored it completely. No, I just I, kind of, I understand the urge. Yeah. <laughs> I like totally did I didn't ignore it. I just was <laughs> yeah. like, oh, let me look up all this. You go first while I look up I, the set list for Okay. Yeah, this is tough. I think on Lover, currently my favorite song is Death by a Thousand Cuts. I think it's one of the most interesting, like complex um written songs that really mm-hmm. I mean, it's a breakup song that's not based on her own breakup. So it shows that she knows how to write a song. It's also just like a great like production. You can't help but like get into it. I love all the layers to it. Mm-hmm. Reputation. This is tough because I think like honestly, it's one of my top five of all Taylor songs is Getaway Car. But if you put a gun to my head and we're like, you can only save one <laughs> reputation oh, no. song, I would probably save Look What You Made Me Do. I knew it. I just think <laughs> that song, oh man, I just, I think it was one of the smartest things she's ever done and I could get into it, but I won't here. Um, 1989, I think it would be like on the original album, Out of the Woods, but on the full, like, bonus i would do new romantics because i think new romantics is probably like a perfect pop song Mm -hmm. red i would choose holy ground i mean you know i love that song it's your favorite speak now i really love the story of us i think that is like a very mature song that still has a lot of fun with its like you know attitude and Mm -hmm. fearless I think my first reaction would be love story, but I think forever and always is the stronger like song lyrically and story wise. And I really, I mean, it's just shocking that she wrote that when she was so young. Cause it's just, it still holds up. And then on Taylor Swift, which isn't my favorite album, I'm a sucker for our song. Just that full oh, twang. <laughs> cheese tastic. That's one we still put on and enjoy. Yeah, so I will start from where you ended off, and I'm mm-hmm. going to agree with you that our song is my favorite on yes. her, her Taylor Swift debut album. I really liked it. The twang, the introduction, like she's this yeah. young country artist just coming out from nowhere. What a great song. Um, yes. And it was, you know, to also highlight this young girl's writing and storytelling. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Um, okay, so – Unfearless was You Belong With Me. You know, I just think that the music mm, video is just so yes. iconic. And it's just, so good. I really like, the, you know, where she took us in in the song and the music video. It's just, it. everyone loves it. It's, it's timeless. Mm-hmm. Speak Now is Last Kiss. Definitely for oh. me. You know, it's just that pulls at your heartstrings. Um, yeah. I could relate to that song when the first time I heard it from the moment. And she, like her writing style, just... Mm-hmm. Like it just the song for me was the most relatable song that I at that point in my life with Taylor mm-hmm. that I had really like clicked with because other songs are like oh yeah like I have a crush I like this guy right. but Last Kiss uh, 1989 Wonderland for sure everyone knows I like that song the beat the the peppiness behind it the but also the meaning too like like one of her other songs like Holy Ground you said that you know she, mm-hmm. she kind of hid this. The sad meaning behind it. Wonderland is that too. Like they're talking about talking about this yeah. relationship where like we all went mad, but you know we were in Wonderland. We mm-hmm. ah, just everything about it. All too well read. That's my favorite song. Like just yeah, so many feelings about that song. Heartbreak. Um, and I, with me, I think my favorite songs are really related to the emotions and experience that I t- I've tied to them. Like, yes, her writing's great. Yes, the production is amazing. But it's more of what I was going through when I was right. – when I first listened to the song. Um, and For sure. Lover. Oh, hold on. Reputation, King of My Heart, of course. Mm, um, yes. I had that. I had a, a lovely little um, birthday party and had all my closest friends come and, you know, did a choreographed dance to it. Yes. Um, I'm And I love the upbeat um, Taylor because Reputation is like that dark, dreary. And mm-hmm. then King of My Heart kind of just popped out like, hey, yeah. like I'm in love. I'm happy. Um, it was just a great moment in the album. And Lover – um, it has to be a toss-up between paper rings and mm. um, it's nice to have a friend. And particularly because that they're – That is so wild. <laughs> I know. I know. Because like, I think it's nice to have a friend is like everybody's <laughs> least favorite song. But I love it. It's, yeah. it's like 
It's a sad song. The melody's sad. And she's mm-hmm. like, oh, it's nice to have a friend. Kind of get you, gets you in this spot where, like, she doesn't have anybody else except for this person. And yeah. then you kind of think of the documentary where she's like, I have no one to call. I have no one to call. Mm-hmm. Like, who am I going to share these moments with? And then you have – it's nice to have a friend. Like, she has somebody mm-hmm. to call now. Like, I like that. Yeah. And the paper rings because, Loves him like a brother. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, she doesn't love him like a brother oh trust him like like a brother yeah (laughs) Yeah. okay Uh, okay next question let's see what we've got here number 29 um uh scrolling oh rainbow with all the colors oh (laughs) shelby how did you meet taylor yeah this is a question we got a couple of times i think people need to go back and listen to like one of our first episodes we have a lot of listeners um, though yeah yeah. listeners who probably don't want to binge everything so it's good to kind of like start this out yeah um so when i was living in new york i saw sort of one of these like taylor swift ads um, this was right before 1989 came out. So there was there was rumors of a new album, but nothing had been confirmed. And it was mm. basically an invitation for New York Swifties to apply to enter to win a contest that was very unclear what it was and whatever. It asked for like your your like Twitter handle and your Taylor Swift Connect account, which I had mm. neither. But it also asked for you to write like a two sentence, like literally 150 character like reason you love taylor and so i entered on a whim no i mean Ah. i didn't even like save it i didn't work on it i just wrote it in the website and just submitted it i think i said something about how like since i was in new york it was so fun to like see taylor in new york i don't know and so anyways i won this contest it was very hush hush very secret i got a call from taylor nation they were like don't tell anyone about this but you'll like meet at this hotel at this time with this code word and you'll go to this room. And so this was before like secret sessions. No one had any idea what was happening. There were 89 Swifties and not that we like realized the significance of that yet, but we ended up being <laughs> at the live stream um, on, on ABC or whatever. And so we were Taylor Swift walks in like shoot. It was just like so surreal. Like we were in this hotel room for like two and a half hours with no idea what was going on. Taylor Nation was trying to hype us up with like sing along moments, but we were all just at different tables, like in different groups and we were all chatting and the people around me were very like in like swift, like stands, like they had the Twitters, they had the Instagrams, they, they were crying at just being in this room. And I was just like, I don't know why I'm here. They probably knew. They probably had since there's yeah. huge stands. They probably like had that like, <gasps> like that expectation. Yeah, right? I think like, we knew it was gonna be like a. I think I don't remember exactly what we knew it would be. Like we knew okay. it would be a live stream. Like I think we knew we would see Taylor. We just didn't know we would meet her. So oh, so we like go red. across the yeah. Okay. So we go across the state room, we the street to the um, recording studio. We're all sat down in this big room, so we know that we'll be right there where Taylor's on stage and I was in like the front row just like because I happened to be in this group that got there I know (laughs) so she walks in it's crazy to see her in person she's absolutely flawless totally gorgeous I like Mm -hmm. remember everything about it but she sits down she announces shake it off we play the song and she dances with us we see the music video she does a little interview it's just like crazy. And then afterwards, she was like, hey, guys, like, thanks so much for coming. Like, it was so fun to get to uh, like have a crowd for this. I hope you're excited. I am. But I feel like we should like still hang out. So maybe oh. would you guys want to go like grab pizza? Oh, my God. And gosh. we were all like, <laughs> you know, like incoherent. And so we all got herded onto these buses. Mm. And we were like, oh, like maybe we're going to a different like hotel room type thing, like whatever. We start driving down like Manhattan and some Swifties around me were like, we're headed to Tribeca. Like, this is where she lives. And I was like, that's insane. She's not going to let us into her house. Like, that okay. is just, you guys are <laughs> so crazy. What are you thinking? But no, we pull up outside of her Manhattan loft Mm-mm. and they're like, okay, you're going to go up and like be quiet because she's not the only one who lives in this building, but you have to take the stairs and blah, blah, blah. So I am end up in the last group 
that's going to enter her house. So we're like in the stairwell for like 40 minutes just waiting because we had no idea what was happening. We didn't know if people were going through security or something. But we get upstairs and like her Scott Swift is there. He's Mm. talking to us. And then we like see like the blonde head in the in the um like the entryway. And she's like hugging everyone and talking to everyone for a minute. So basically we were like, oh my gosh, we're gonna like see Taylor in her house. We're all freaking out. I don't I was like, I don't know what to say, but I was with what they ended up doing with this one which I think is sort of a dry run for the secret sessions, but Mm -hmm. they had people go and meet her in groups of three, which was kind of frustrating because I was with two. I'm, I'm an introvert, right? So I don't like know how to insert myself in situations like that. So the girls like talked a bunch and I was just like, "Ah," I'm just like starstruck. And Taylor's just like barefoot in this little black dress. And at one point she like lifts up her foot to like stretch, you know, like she's just like, kind of she's just so casual and comfortable and it's very weird there was like a big (laughs) black and white photo of like ed sheeran flipping off the camera and like her other friends and it was just like you're just sitting there like i'm in taylor's house it was so crazy and then she's like go on in and like get some pizza i'll be in there in a minute and we're like wandering through her apartment like we're just shell-shocked people are playing with olivia and um, (gasps) oh my goodness i would die yeah and meredith and there's like People are going into the bathroom just to say they went in Taylor's bathroom. And then a few of us were like, we just like wandered into the kitchen and Taylor Swift was just there like alone eating a slice of pizza. Alone? Like that's yeah. so funny that no like, one Like no one had realized. Yeah. And so we like are like, uh, and she's like, hey guys, like come on in. You can watch me eat, I guess. And like, <laughs> so suddenly all 89 Swifties like go stuff themselves into this kitchen and she's like well i feel rude like does anyone else like want anything like does anyone want a soda and she opens her fridge and it's just like wall-to-wall cokes because this was during her Mm -hmm. diet coke like partnership and i she's like and she like happens to like look at me through the crowd and she's like do you want a coke and i was just like yes and she like hands me a coke and I was just like oh my gosh I didn't even drink it like I just was like this is just like shocking to me and then the radio was playing and shake it off came on like organically and she's like this is the first time I've like heard my song like on the radio and so she turned up the music we had this huge dance party and then she was like let's take selfies. And so she's like, grab a Grammy. And she just went around the room and like started taking group pictures with everyone, like holding random Grammys. I think I like had one for some music video. I don't know. Someone had a boon man. Like it was surreal. And then they were like, okay, now you have to leave. And so I was one of the first, I was like one of the first to leave because I was like, "I, I don't know what's happening, but it was cool because since no one else was starting to leave, I got to say goodbye to Taylor Swift, who was handing out these gift bags as we left. So I finally had like a one-on-one moment with her. Oh. <laughs> it was the most How was it? embarrassing what? moment Why? of my life. Oh my gosh. I was like, hey, Taylor, like I just moved to New York too. Like I, you know, I, I don't remember. I was trying to make some sort of point and we were sort of talking about that and how fun it was and like how great it was and how excited I was to hear her album, blah, blah, blah. And then we both didn't know like how to say goodbye and there was no line behind me. So there's no like natural pressure for me to leave. But I was like, okay, well, thanks. And then she's like, yeah. And she like shot her finger guns and was like, see you later. (laughs) It was so funny, so random. And it was just like the craziest night of my life because no one expected it. Right. Like this was unheard of, like a celebrity inviting you into their home. This had never been done before ever ever mm-hmm. and obviously she took had she that invited someone had she had she invited someone to make cookies at her house before then because i know she had someone no no that was after oh that was after so oh, okay. this was like the first this was the trial run like we realized afterwards like we think it really was just them testing like how they could handle hey, the security I mean, and stuff before so i have a sessions. question i have a question for you yeah what yeah. was what be- what was the best question someone's ever asked you? Do you want a Coke or will you marry me? Oh. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, it's hard to say. I mean, what? Uh, I mean. <laughs> Joking. Because, of course, it's your husband. Yeah. yeah. Rob talks a lot about how the best moments of my life don't even include him because it's like 
meeting Taylor Swift and, and being in the Taylor Swift documentary or whatever. I mean, oh not gosh, documentary, yeah. the uh, tour video. Sucks. And um, I mean, it is a lot to live up to, right? And he recognizes that. So yeah. And you guys, I still, I still like part of me. 0.013% of me hate Shelby that she was in that documentary because <laughs> I was right next to her and I'm sure I had some like weird look on my face and they're like no that girl gotta go but I was like oh, <laughs> Shelby you're in the documentary oh, no. not documentary in the um, the tour, the tour video. video and I'm right next to you yeah. it's being short that's my problem I'm yeah. like 5'1 <laughs> okay no it was surreal it was great it was crazy experience mm-hmm. I still like forget it happened and people are like People are like, oh, you met Taylor. It's so sad you won't be able to meet her again. And I was like, oh, yeah, I did. Like, I, and, um, like it's I just can. like so weird. Yeah. Still meet <laughs> yeah her it's again. been two eras now. Yeah. So Come on. the rule doesn't apply. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, I mean, it was it was a lot of fun. But anyways, let's do the next question. Enough about enough about me. <laughs> well, this is what this is um, about. This episode's about Yeah, us, <laughs> you're so. right. Okay, let's see if we. Oh, this is interesting. What is your favorite song written by Taylor but not released on one of her albums? So, like, either you have, like, Better Man or Babe or This Is What You Came For. Or you have, like, the movie singles, like, I Don't Want to Live Forever, Sweeter Than Fiction, Beautiful Ghost. Beautiful um, Ghost. Today Was a Fairy Tale. Yeah. That's my my choice. (laughs) That's your choice. (laughs) A brave, brave choice. (laughs) (laughs) Right, what's your favorite um i think my pick is um out of those i would say this is what you came for which is the calvin harris song but i really like it and i ended up walking down the aisle to it so it oh. holds a dear place in my heart yeah yes <laughs> i've heard her i i remember the first time she ever sang it live with that oh you know, yeah i was there it's at the austin um the car race thingy yeah. formula one which was really cool it's like oh my gosh like she's singing this song it's like because it was, it was right after like all that drama she had done she had done you know the yeah. austin which was like in september she was still doing some stuff after that um but that was really cool um let me see i would say i really really like i really like babe and better man more mm-hmm. just because they're just it's hard it's hard to really come like both of them are still they kind of do the same thing yeah. to me. So it's hard to choose which yeah. one out of them. But um well, yeah, we watched Babe live, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, we did. Yes, so. we did. Oh, I love so that. So that was a moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Okay. Um Rainbow with all the colors. She asked, Do you have any TS eight theories? Oof. No. Do you? <laughs> I can't even think of TS eight. No. Like, do you think Taylor's thinking of TS eight? Yeah. I mean, okay, hold on. So where I'm trying to think of where we are. She's probably maybe writing for TS8. Well, she says she's been keeping on yeah. writing even after Lover. So. so I don't know if she's thought out logistically who, what, when, where, and how. Right. But I think she's writing for the album. And maybe – I think maybe yeah. what happens is when she completes her full album, she kind of looks at the overall theme. Or she has mm-hmm. a theme already in her ma- mind, and then they execute that from there. But she's not done with yeah. the tour with with like the tour yet, or the, oh, yeah. the festivals, lover fest yet. So I don't know if that's where her mind is at right, right now. Where do you? This is my own follow up question. Okay. Um, if you had to pick a track off of Lover that you think she's gonna more lean towards, what do you think? Like, like what do you think TSA is more likely to sound like? Oh, oh part of me really hopes but it's never gonna be is it's nice to have a friend because it's kind of like <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's my theory. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. I yeah I like, honestly think yeah. she's obsessed with lover like I wouldn't be surprised if it's more of that singer songwriting like yeah. soft pop yeah yeah which be- maybe that's the little easter egg for TSA maybe that's yeah. the theory she put an easter egg because she wants to like kind of like red she had a little bit of country yeah and a little bit of pop and then now she's pop and so it's kind of like maybe yeah get more of that singer songwriter like acoustic like just strip it down i know like, it'd you be get, interesting you get all of like she's taking away the the 80s band and like you know all that live music and she's just stripping it away to who she is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i am i am not 
I'm not sure if I'd like that like as much as I would like if she went down like a paper rings path or oh my like gosh, I love it. Something more bombastic. I it's sort of like maybe she did such a big album to kind of test different sounds and see how Ooh. they <laughs> That's a good theory. How people respond. That's I love my pa- TSA If she went down paper rings route, I would love that. I I'd yeah. die. I know. Okay, this is a question from Liz. If you could hang out with Taylor for mm. one whole day, what would you do? Mm. Mm, you go Any first. Ideas? It's oh. that's so much pressure. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I would just want to be invited to like one of her friends' nights and like she'd uh-huh. make us dinner and mm. I would just be able to be sort of a fly on the wall and like watch how she interacts with her friends and like what they talk about and like get all the inside scoop on like their relationships and mm-hmm. their drama and how they feel about being famous today. I think mm-hmm. I'd want it low key like that. Get her guard down, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that I'd want to, I'm wondering, I'd want maybe her Rhode Island house because it's probably more like, mm-hmm. like low key, like kind of removed from like the situation. Um, definitely cooking with her would be something game night. Oh my gosh. Yes game night with mm. her family and like her few close friends um cooking game night that is what I would want to do with her maybe <laughs> like have like a little like friends over for like a, a beach day that would be uh-huh. that would be yeah game oh my gosh game night. what friend would you want for sure to be there oh my gosh Abby I think I'd want Abby because mm. I think that I also think that I guess I think I'd be so starstruck if all of her like, <laughs> I know cl- like close like really yeah. famous famous friends. So I think more intimate like Abby I would love Joe Fruit to be there. Um, uh huh. Yeah, and maybe even I don't I don't know about a Ed dream. Sheeran, but I'm just trying to be like the <laughs> oh. people who I'm like I don't know maybe just Abby Taylor her mom um, and then you know whoever else she wanted to invite I wouldn't say no to. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I, like I would question. love to see her interact with Blake Lively. So, oh my God. If Blake and Ryan could be there, then. Oh, can I just have Ryan there and yeah. Blake? I'll be fine. Yes. <laughs> homewrecker. Yeah. I'm no. not a homewrecker. I just want to look. That's all. Okay. Okay. I want to like yeah. get my appetite and then I can go home. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um, Kate, Ketzig. Ketsy girl 33 asked, what's the craziest pre-podcast hmm. thing you've done regarding Taylor Swift? Well, we already heard yours, Shelby. Do you have another one? Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, that was just, that was happenstance. I think what I've actively chosen to do, um, but I made my friends, well, we decided to do a music video in New York one night. Uh-huh. And so we just made a like little home music video to welcome to New York in Times Square. Mm-hmm. So we were just like going in and out of stores, making a fool of ourselves and recording us lip syncing to a song no one else could oh yeah i do um it's tricky getting it published anywhere because it uh, because they're really strict on the song rights you know well we should just share it on our story i mean oh yeah good idea (laughs) it's pretty epic i edited it to together myself i think i did a pretty good job so we'll we'll see if we can share that (laughs) like Shelby's like the production behind like she does all the production for the show so she is great and if you see any of her like photoshop skills on uh, twitter and every now on um, instagram yes 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 um okay so my craziest thing that I've done pre you know pre the podcast like I would yeah like I remember in like 1989 I got a bunch of people and we like coordinated outfits and went to the tour but I think the craziest yes. thing was for the Super Saturday Night raffle tickets for <laughs> yes, the show. That's right. Um, they this had is the him- story you told me that convinced <laughs> us to do a podcast. Yeah, so we're, like, we're both like we're both yes. crazy. Um, so you know, we you, there's like this article out being like, hey, if you want to win free tickets to go to this a free se- like secret. Um, performance you know on saturday night before the super bowl in houston um there are all these raffles there was a raffle i think in maybe in austin a raffle in dallas and then outside of houston the woodlands one in houston Mm -hmm. and one in new orleans (laughs) um so my friend Haley and i just on the whim because we found about out about about like the day before we went to the woodlands an hour drive and we like stood and just we were wearing our taylor swift swag in rain for like three to four hours hoping that we'd get tickets 
we didn't. It was really sad. And we were like, oh, no. And they did all this mm. trivia. Like, it was so sad. And so then I was like, well, tom- like, tomorrow, I think it was tomorrow, like, in a few days, they're going to be doing New Orleans. Do you want to go? And she was like, yes. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I was like, we need costumes. Like, we need to yeah. dress up. So I went on um, Amazon and I got, like, and I, like, you know, overnighted all of these costumes for to do the I think it was a welcome to New York costume with the the shiny skirt and like the the black halter top with the really cool like sequence jacket uh-huh. so and like Iconic. even shoes even shoes that can like match that so I like bought them all had my friend um get them and so then we we drove I think like four hours to New Orleans like hoping it went to Louisiana hoping Baton Rouge it was Baton Rouge hoping to get tickets so we stood there for like hours and hours and no not a lot of people showed up like the woodlands tons of people like new orleans like everybody that we knew was getting their name like raffled off here there everywhere and we're like we like we have to win because like what are the odds that all the people we're hanging out with got free tickets (laughs) yeah and no we didn't and we were just (laughs) so sad and we had made this pact we're like okay it's like we're gonna go to the one in houston which is tomorrow and if you and i go with you if i win you come with me that was like the pack that we we're making and so then mm-hmm. we went to the next day houston and it was packed it was like i waited just in line to get our names in two yeah. hours to get my name in <laughs> like and then in baton rouge mm. it was 20 minutes to get my name in like it right. was crazy and my husband was with me but Haley, my friend wasn't and our my thing was like okay if lance wins you know we're going to like he'll give us his tickets and he won't come. And I brought my dog mm-hmm. with me, Pabu, which was a puppy <laughs> at the time. And I put yes. like um, he had like a little unicorn hat on and some wings. So he was a pegacorgi uh, because, you know, Taylor was a, a pegacorg, a pegacorn, like a unicorn pegacorn for Halloween in 1989. So we're standing in line for two hours. Um, Lance puts his name in. I put my name in. And we're not going to win. I mean, they're like at least a thousand people there. So then like we put our name in and they're they're just like raffling off. There's like four different raffles they were doing and we had two raffles left. So we're like, there's no chance we're going to get it. So we walk over, literally find a, a spot to stand and they're like, Lance Hancock. Yes. He looked at me. I looked at him and I was like, oh my gosh. And so then like he went up there. There's some pictures of him with like Pabu, everybody was loving Pabu, taking pictures <laughs> of him. He's like a little puppy. And then he, you know, he went in to get all the swag. And then um, I was just super excited about it. And then we got um, – they had like a costume contest and Pabu and I won. And it was just like living yes. high. And then the bad news came. The person who won the tickets had to be present with their plus one, which was devastating because oh. Haley, she she didn't even make it. She didn't. She was yeah. she was getting her hair done, which was taking hours, so she didn't make it. And I thought like we could make it happen, but it didn't. It was devastating. And so yeah. then it was next. It was a week later, and I'm at work and I'm kind of just like typing away. And this is just for the concert. Like I didn't know anything yeah. about. It. There was I didn't know anything else. It was just to go to the concert. And so I'm at work and I get an email from Taylor Nation, being like, hey, like. Do you like? Do you want to come to this pre pre party for her concert? Um, if you do, give us your name, your Twitter handle, all of this stuff. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that! Like, oh oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm like dying inside. Yeah. And then I like my friend. I worked with her, and I I told her I was like, oh, I even have it on video. I was like, do you want to go see Taylor Swift? And she's like, yes. I'm like, do you want to go to a pre-party beforehand? And she was like, yes. And so we were like super excited and stoked about it. And we kind of had a feel- thought, not a feeling. We were kind of hoping that we would meet Taylor because she's done these things right. before. Um, yeah. We didn't, which was fine. But we dressed up in those costumes. We were front row. Um, I elbowed mm. someone to stay there because people were trying to push me away. Um, <laughs> I, I, you know, and I ended up apologizing to that person, you know, even though she should have apologized to me. <laughs> but it was just so, yeah. like, surreal because – I mean, I was standing on my feet. They had us go to um, like a special location and bust us over. Um, and I was on my feet from like 2 p.m. to <laughs> 3 a.m. Just and it was it was all worth it. I didn't meet Taylor. I was kind of sad about that. But 
like I didn't I didn't even think I'd meet her until I was on the bus and people were talking about like 1989 right uh, like oh they bus people here so maybe we'll meet her but we saw like right. Mama Swift Papa Swift it was just really cool they had like um really good food really good like picture moments people were dressed up everyone was super hyped about this um, yeah and so that was my story that I told Shelby trying to impress her because mm-hmm. um, you know I found this really cool girl who liked corgis and Taylor Swift and she was like well <laughs> I met Taylor. I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to be you. <laughs> so, you one day, one day, you, Mama Swift knows you exist. So, oh my gosh, she's probably like blacklist that girl. She's crazy <laughs> in a snake costume. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, amazing. Okay, um, next question. Uh, yeah, five songs to get to know you. What five Ooh. songs would best show someone who you are, what you're like? <laughs> Okay. This is hard for me. You tell me yours first. Okay. So I have I have three and the other two might come off the top of my head. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. So Issues by Julia Michaels. Definitely. Mm. If you want to get to know me, listen to that song. I love it. It's like, <laughs> I got issues, but you got them too. I'm like, yes. yes. I'm like, yeah. It's like, it's about like, it, you're, we're accepting our lover, our friends for like their faults because mm-hmm. we have them too. Um, um, Blame It on My Heart by Carmen. It's like, oh, like every, like just all these mistakes I'm making, all these things I'm doing, blame it on my heart. Like it's, I love the beat. I love the energy she brings to it and the message of the song. Um, And oh my gosh. Okay. If you want to know me in my early, early 20s, um, Kesha, your love is my drug. Um, yes. Oh, I my gosh. It. That song. <laughs> I remember just – okay, I was a nanny for the first few, like, first few years in my – like, first four years of my 20s. Yeah. And um, I would – embarrass the kids to no avail when I'd pick them up and I'd like roll down the window and I'd be like your love your love your love is my drug <laughs> so those are like the three songs off the top of my head that I'm kind of like those are it because I've looked at like Taylor yeah. Swift songs and, I, and I'm like oh, there are certain Taylor Swift songs or like if you want to know me like I love shake it off like that's like my right. jam um and also uh okay let me see. It's Spice Girls, If You Want to Be My Lover. All about like your yes. girlfriends and really just like banding together. Um, I just really like that. And then New Romantics by Taylor. I think it's all about, mm-hmm. for me, relationships, um, cultivating them, but also dealing with like your inner turmoil. So like Issues by Julia oh Michaels. Gosh, Blame it on my good heart. So- you yeah. have a good answer. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, <laughs> I was just like, do I pick like favorite songs? Like, I don't know. <laughs> Not like uh, the way the way I looked at this was to get to know you. I'm like, oh my gosh. No, you want, that's a good. You want to get yeah. to know me? I'm like, I don't know if you do. Like, did you hear that Marilyn Monroe quote? Um, <laughs> I'm a little crazy. Lizzo. No. Oh, anything, anything by Lizzo. There. Yeah. Yes. Um, I had Man, I Feel Like a Woman by Shania Twain because that oh was gosh. like my childhood anthem. Man, I feel and like it's still, a woman. It still slaps. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> also, um, Liability by Lord, which I think mm-hmm. really spoke to me on an emotional level. It was just like shocking how seen I felt. Mm-hmm. And then I'm trying to think. I mean, I wrote down Say La Vie by Bewitched because okay. that is like my favorite song but it doesn't tell you anything about me except that I have a good taste so yeah definitely (laughs) so there's that um but I'm trying to think of any that would like speak to my personality more but that you like too because like I didn't go I didn't scour through like random songs like songs (laughs) that spoke to me because I'm like you could relate to them kind of like um all to Ella Taylor, Last Kiss, like things that really mm-hmm. spoke to me, like 22, like for you, 22, mm-hmm. like that song really like got you, right? You're like, oh my gosh, I'm tw- like, I'm 22. Like yeah, we're in the same, 22, I know. moving to New York, all these things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I think there was another question that was like, what other artists do you like? Yes. I'm like, I don't know, just anything pop really. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> just like Dagny and, um, yeah, I've really been liking Leon Bleachers. Oh, I love the Bleachers. I don't know. So, yeah. Ingrid Michaelson. Do you like Ingrid? Mm. Oh, yeah. I mean, the thing with me is the only like like Taylor's the only like artist that I like follow that I'm like, oh, I have to listen to her album in whole. Everyone else, I'm just like, I'll listen to like pop channels or radio mm-hmm. or whatever. And That's so I like how- get a lot of different songs, but I don't know a lot of different artists. Yeah, it's hard because 
that's the problem I had was I was like, there's not really many other artists that I will listen to their whole album in full. Right. Like I will Taylor and I will obsess over it. But yeah, um, I like Ingrid Michaelson. That some of her songs are super awesome. Some from her old, like The Way You Are, um, mm-hmm. Hell No, really great. Lizzo is someone who I will listen to her whole album. Yeah. It's, and no, I, I won't like fly across the world for her, but I'll drive to Austin for her. Um, yeah. Adele. I will listen to her full album. Like there is just something about Adele and her raw talent and her voice that's mm-hmm. just like shakes me. Um, Pink, yeah. love Pink, love Pink. She's just someone who like her performance, like she brings a lot to performing. Like she puts her, it's like an athletic yeah. competition watching yeah. her perform on stage. But I, and I just, like, I, like you said, there's like certain songs that are my favorite songs from artists, but I'm not really into like their whole album. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's tricky. Okay, well, last question yes. of the day. Um, Kate Steffes, Kate Steffes asked us to rank the al- the Taylor Swift albums, and I'm Ooh. curious if you were able to do it. I did. <laughs> I ranked them. Okay, what are I yours? Did. Okay, so here are mine. Um, Reputations number one. I oh, think wow. it's yeah, and it's because of more. I'm tying. I'm talking more mm. my experience into it and the mm. song. So like Reputation, the era, loved it, loved the albums. And then yes. Lover, Red. It was hard Ooh. between Red and Reputation, though, because I really wanted Red to come up on top. Um, yeah. But it didn't just because I think I just had like a nostalgia for Reputation, listening to all of the songs, um, you know, with you in a car ride to Dallas, uh-huh. you know, in Ireland, yes. like going to Philly. So like, you know, those songs mean so much more to me now. So Red, 1989, Speak Now, Fearless, Taylor, Swift. Wow. Yep. Yep. Okay. I'm worried mine will be controversial. No. I, it's hard. It switches a lot. And it's it, like... Depending on the, I the think, day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I think her re-recording them all will help me like really finalize because sometimes I'm like... I love the lyrics, but I don't love like the the vocal quality or the the twangy country Mm -hmm. voice Mm -hmm. sometimes. But I think my number one is 1989. And then I would say Red. Mm -hmm. And then I would say Fearless. Oh. Followed by Reputation. Okay. Followed by Lover. Oh. Which I know is low. I don't know if I'm just like oversaturated right now. And so I'm kind of like nostalgic for the old things i don't know and then speak now and then taylor swift yeah yeah so i I think think people will be mad at me for putting lover so low (laughs) maybe like looking back like three years from now where will we rank it different (laughs) exactly yeah yeah it's you know they all have a special place in my heart but i just i was trying to think more of like the amount of songs like unskippable songs on each album and i think oh, that's yeah that's kind of my my path but that's my path too anyways <laughs> i'm thinking about we've too, got I a lot of love for taylor obviously we love yes. love love her <laughs> yeah and this was so fun to be able to answer some of these oh, we didn't yeah. even get through a majority of them so we we'll two have to do like one later year. yeah <laughs> yeah yes. um but I mean, yeah, you can follow us on Instagram, on Facebook, we're at Swiftish Podcast, and on Twitter, we're at SwiftishPod13. Mm-hmm. Feel free to send us an email letting us know what you thought, any other questions you might have at SwiftishPodcast at gmail.com. Um, but until next time, I'm Shelby. And I'm Ashley. And thanks for all the questions. Yeah, keep them coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>